start the party. Let's start the party. Oh my gosh, it's so good to see you, Christina. Say hi, little baby. You beautiful baby. Okay, so uh, I really am so excited for this edition of the Book Tour Happy Hour. To kick it off, I always like to hear from you. I always like to start with a random question just so we could all get to know each other a little better. We could all warm up, get a little comfortable. The number one question I actually want to ask you and I want everyone to answer in the chat is, what is something you did this week that was the highlight of your week, okay? And that could mean that you took your dinner and you ate in the garage where no one else was um, so you could have peace and quiet. <laughs> that could mean you had a FaceTime with your friends. That could mean that you successfully planted a tomato, whatever it may be. Um, Allison Robinson said she broke through a plateau. Kelly Joe said she started Bar Blend. Good for you, Kelly Joe. I'm absolutely in love with it. I'm actually gonna do my round two, which I can't even believe. Doing my first Beachbody program, I actually successfully finished aside from 2B Mindset. Uh, my first fitness program, I'm really proud of. Um, I've done like, I think all the programs, but never the whole course. So super excited about that. Everyone who's coming on, we are all sharing in the chat the highlight of our week. That could mean that you like kicked out your family and you had the house to yourself for a minute. That can mean you painted your toes. That can mean that you planted a flower, you lost five pounds, you took a drive whatever you want. Prepped new raw veggies, connected with two women, uh, connected two women to 2B. Thank you, Joe Clevenger. Yes, Joe Clevenger, thank you so much for, for growing our beautiful community. By the way, for everyone who already has a 2B mindset, just so you know, the mindset membership is free the first month to join and you get everything we've done thus far. So ending late night eating, how to stop emotional eating, how to save money while eating healthy. Um, we have a whole thing on how to break through a plateau with the food choices you make coming out now and all the delicious recipes. If you really have to be mindset, it's kind of a no brainer to like at least sign up and see what it's about. Um, and that's the mindsetmembership.com. Uh, oh, and Joe, I'm so glad you love the May content. Okay, Joe, go off of mute for a second. Let me hear, I wanna hear if you, it's only May 1st and you said you love the content. What have you liked so far? Well, my girlfriend, um, Scarlett, who's probably on here, she is kind of one of my besties in um, health and fitness. She messaged me last night and she was like, the May content is amazing. So this morning as my personal development, I watched the first two and a half, then I had to get my workout in. But I just loved it because I have been kind of maintaining for the past two years with the mindset and to be mindset. And so I would still like to lose a few. And even listening to you to just yes, what I listened to this morning. So this afternoon, my afternoon snack, instead of just a beach bar, I added a lot of veggies. I had a massive carrot, which I've never ate. <laughs> I'm always a baby carrot girl. And I I just was sitting here crunching on my carrot, so I loved it, so thank you. Um, Noah, you want to share what picture you wanted to take of me today? I was eating a whole romaine lettuce head. Lettuce. The way you were holding the carrot. Tina, Tina's nodding. She's like, I know that game. Um, it's a good game to know. Uh, I'm so happy you say that. Yeah, because this month I 
all about how to break a plateau, um, which is super relevant because today's topic is all gonna be how to differentiate and understand what the difference is between weight loss mode, melting mode, and maintenance mode is. And these are things I may have said in passing, but never took the time to really define for people. And that's why I'm really excited that I made it a, a large section of the book. You can drop it, uh, that you can pre-order on Amazon now. And I wanna share a little bit about um, with you how I differentiate these things and what that even means. Um, while everyone comes on, everyone's still answering the highlights of their weeks. Uh, so the highlights of Jen's week, eating cucumbers with lime and chili powder, delicious. I did that with mango and jicama. Yum, not mango, pineapple and jicama, delicious. Uh, started to be mindset on Monday, amazing. Scored a delivery slot for Amazon Fresh, yo. You take whatever you can get right now. That is certainly the highlight of a week. I've talked to people who said like they finally, you know, got into Costco or Walmart or Trader Joe's. Like, listen, it's it's an effort. All everything is an effort now. So everything totally counts as hitting the highlight of your week. Um, Carly Summer says she won the diet bet. That's awesome. I hosted a diet bet. Um, Larissa C said she put makeup on today. You know what? It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Checking yourself out in the mirror, fix, like tending to those brows that need some love and attention these days. It, it only makes you feel better. It's not going to make you feel worse. Um, Sarah said she started to be mindset. Beth said she had dinner outside in the sunshine. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, these are all great. I love it. Oh, and Jordan, I have to share Jordan. She said she played in the sprinklers with a 13-month-old um, for the first time. You just opened up the sprinklers on that 13 month old. That kid is never gonna not wanna do sprinklers. You just opened up a daily activity for everyone. So uh, there's really no point in getting dressed moving forward for that kid because it just be wet like my kids. Um, and Nicole said she went rock climbing with her four year old and hit 40 pound weight loss since having her third C-section baby in February 7th. So, I mean, I think everyone's clapping for you, Nicole. Third, third C-section and rock climbing while in quarantine. I think you just shut down um, the, the poll here on everyone's highlight to their week. So good for you. Uh, Debbie said she tracked every day. God bless you, me too. I'm so proud of that. So this was a great kickoff. Um, so for everyone who's coming on now, uh, Thank you, we just started, we were talking about the highlights of our week and um, it's been so great. Rachel has new bod group set up. Jackie is tracking like a boss. Um, so uh, everyone's great. Uh, Marsha made spaghetti squash carbonara. All right, I love you all. Um, this is so fun. Thank you for joining. It's Friday, it's book tour, it's happy hour. Let's do this. Uh, the topic of today is how to differentiate between weight loss mode, uh, weight loss mode, melting mode, and maintenance mode. So again, I say these things in passing. No one really knows what I mean. But I, before I even get into it, just some background is why a lot of people say, Alana, how is 2B Mindset different than Weight Watchers? How is 2B Mindset different than Calorie Counting? How is 2B Mindset different than Keto or Whole30 or Paleo or anything? And I always tell people, the number one differentiator I see with the to be mindset is it's very, it's, it's inherently designed. My whole system, I always believe, is sustainability is everything. We are a series of habits. Our whole life is a series of habits. Everything we do, every weight loss we're going to discover, every health opportunity we're going to find, every uh, 
benefit we see in our relationship with our kids and the progress we see in our relationships and our education and everything will come down to a series of habits that are either helping you or hurting you. And with that understanding, I know that everything should just be sustainable. Who wants to lose this weight and ever have to redo it? Listen, I know plenty of us have. I yo-yoed with my weight for years um, before I changed my mindset and I realized I'm doing this in a fashion where it's two pounds at a time. Everything I want to take on, I want to make sure that I solidify in it and I'm secure in it until um, I'm ready to take on the next thing so I can just build these habits as I go and the weight will stay off and stay off for good. That's always been my way of thinking. And I know a lot of people like to go with the diet mode of thinking of like, okay, it's 30 days, it's 45 days, it's a 60 day cleanse. They're going to ship me my food for three months on this prepaid plan and I'm going to be good to go. There's nothing sustainable though about that level of thinking and that mode of operation. So I always like to take the sustainable approach. Every pound you lose with the 2B mindset, I want to keep off for good. Okay. That is my whole method. So sometimes people will be like, I lost five pounds this month and I'm really upset because I lost 15 last month. At the end of the day, you've kept down this 20 pound weight loss. You could always lose more next month. Like what? It's all good. It's all gravy. You're going in the right direction. Let's, what are things we can do to keep going that way? It's not a matter of speed. It's a matter of permanence. So how are we going to go about it and study it so we can accelerate the rate, but we can also keep this off so we don't have to bother with it again. Okay. Um, Rachel saying that she did that and she lost 45 pounds and she gained all the way back, all the weight back and more. It happens. And you don't beat yourself up over it because it's never too late to get it together. And sometimes you really need to gain it back to get really, really clear on what was missing in your mindset and the habits that didn't make them sustainable. And so, uh, you know, you might have lost the first 45 pounds because you were looking at it as, oh, I have to lose this weight by the summer or by this wedding, but you weren't taking on the two B mindset principles as like, this is good. I feel great. I can keep this going for good. So now you have to restart it in a fashion of like, okay, this feels really good. I have to keep up with it. And this is where I veered off. So now I won't have that issue again in the future. And you have to stumble because it's all about the bigger comeback. And I always say, small setbacks and even gaining 45 pounds in the scheme of your life if you do that in five months it's still a small setback in the greater scheme of life and it can bring you to a much stronger comeback that you can not only lose the 45 you can lose 60 in the next six months seven months eight months and actually keep it off for the next 20 30 years so it's never too late to get it together it's never too late to get back on track um and the, the going back to how i see my program different from all the others is a lot of other programs take the short term the short term window right you're just going to change your nutrition i'm not focused on your overall emotional relationship with food i'm not convinced about your environmental relationship with food you're going to eat x y and z so if you go there you're going to bring your own food you're going to do that I don't believe in that because eventually you're going to want to eat with your family and friends. You're not going to want to eat out of different devices. You're going to want to just eat and feel free. So how can we do that? So why? So because it's so different in, in principle and foundation, um, it, it's also different in the modes that happen. A lot of people do other programs and they lose more weight faster. So if you do a cleanse and you're not eating or you're just having juices for seven days, you might lose 20 pounds. I mean, people lose like crazy amounts of weight when they do keto or whatever in the first couple of days. It's very easy at the start. With a lot of these other programs, when they just tell you, okay, all you're going to do is eat five foods, like the master cleanse or all this stuff. If you're told that you're only going to have five foods, it's very easy to follow that plan. 
people think it's hard. It's not hard. If you're limiting your choices down to five choices, it's actually very freeing in the beginning. It feels so easy and the weight just melts off, but then it becomes not just hard to sustain, impossible to sustain, right? Because we can't live that limited and, and oppressed for so long, right? We know that now in quarantine, we're starting to lose it. We wanna, we wanna get out. We want the limitations to get uplifted a little bit, right? So it's, it's easy at the other diets are easy in the start, but they're harder to sustain. The tubing mindset, my approach to eating, the way I'm gonna explain to you, but then you can drop it, my book, is it might be a little trickier at the start because you are having to really evaluate and reassess and recreate your habits. But once you put in that effort, the more effort you put in, the more effortless it becomes to stay off for good, okay? So it's very, very different. I find it to be almost the opposite of every other program in that way. Even the most restricted programs, they are actually very easy at the start. Being told that just everything is no is actually easier for first five days. But then, as we all know, it becomes not just hard, but absolutely impossible. Once you want to get your relationships back, your friends back, your social life, your freedom, your ability to breathe and travel and have a flexible understanding of life and adaptability, you realize that it becomes almost impossible to lead that and continue with that restrictive lifestyle. This is the opposite. It is more freer in some ways in the beginning, which is trickier to navigate. But once you understand how to navigate and how to navigate it well and the way that feels simplest, um, then it actually becomes extremely simple to sustain. So that's kind of the background and philosophy in developing a chubby mindset um, and why I'm so thankful for it because I didn't just lose 100 pounds. I kept it off for years through having my kids and, and that's what we're seeing in the results. It's like people who've done my test group two years ago have keeping it off like Didi and, and everyone. So um, and so many people. So I want to, um, now that you have that understanding in the background, I kind of want to break down these three modes I've created. Weight loss mode, melting mode, and maintenance mode with my plan and program. Um, anyone anyone want to jump in and say something before I begin or have a guess of what these modes are like or, or any insight to share? Yeah. I'm thinking that the weight, like, when you're learning the be mindset, when you're learning the principles, when you're really starting to figure out how you're gonna change your diet, um, that's kind of the first step. And then, like, as I've at least personally experienced, once you're incorporating all of that daily, like, I really do, the, the weight literally does melt off. Yeah. You know, I'll do 0.2, then a pound, and then 0.6, and then 0.6, and 0.6 again. And, it, and I've noticed that if, I, if I'm really diligent about following the principles, it does go fast. Nice. Nice. Good. Sounds like you read the book. Yes, it does. And that's, and that's honestly, I think a lot of people have actually just experienced this without having to read it in the, um, in the book and here on this call. But for those who, who want to understand it or haven't started the To Be Mindset or haven't seen enough success with the To Be Mindset because you haven't maybe put that level of effort and focus in in the beginning, then I kind of want you to understand what you're in for once you do. Okay. So Carolina, you're awesome. Um, I mean, Stephanie, you're awesome. And I love how real you are. You have your laundry in the background. You got your kids jumping on you. We can all relate. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness for some devices. So mine are staying occupied right now. Okay. So let's talk about the three modes of to be mindset. As you adopt the to be mindset, you'll go on a journey from quote unquote 
kind of getting it to quote unquote, every day is a weight loss day. That's what we want. And actually just at the start, anyone who tells me like they just started and they're struggling, I want you to listen to this really carefully. And anyone who ever gained, who like felt like they were doing the Jupiter mindset, but gained some weight back, it's because you necessarily weren't strong enough in these sections. So I really want you to listen closely, okay? I'm gonna try to read slow, even though, as you all know, I'm a fast talking New Yorker who had too much energized this morning, so I'm gonna pace it down. Okay, let's break down weight loss mode. Weight loss mode. In the early stages, in the early, this is weight loss mode. In the, this is mode one. In the early stages, you'll adopt new habits and a new mindset, and we'll be learning, losing, and leaning on the program principles, okay? Experiment with new recipes, foods, and mealtimes. It takes trial and error. It takes working through old habits and adopting new ones. You can get ongoing support from me through the Mindset Membership Exclusive Community. You can find all the info um, there, but you should expect that weight loss mode takes three to six weeks of full focus. I'm gonna repeat that again. Weight loss mode with the 2B mindset. Expected duration, three to six weeks of full focus. Expected weight loss in weight loss mode, half to two and a half pounds per week. Okay, so I wanna, I wanna really emphasize a few lines in there. Weight loss mode is when you just start the 2B mindset program, when you're just reading the book, you can drop it. You're gonna be reading these concepts. And when people say they're quote unquote doing the 2B mindset, it's like it, there's, there's learning it and then there's practicing it, right? So it's learning it and then starting to implement it. It's learning it and then understanding, okay, I'm looking at the ruffles and I'm looking at the potato chips and I kind of just want to make myself a bagel and cream cheese and an orange for dinner, but I know that's not the to be mindset. And so you're kind of like in your head, like having this like push and pull, right? You're having to really like newly adapt. And then also the day is very long. So you might get the to be mindset on board first thing in the morning, you wake up, you hop on the scale, you track it, you drink your water first. Maybe you get some exercise, extra credit, you drink Shankology, like all that is extra. But then come lunchtime, come afternoon snack, come late night eating, it gets trickier because the day is really long. And that's why I always recommend you kind of take it like one quarter of your day at a time and one principle and one video at a time because weight loss mode is really, really, it, it does take time. It takes an immense amount of focus. It takes, and it, the, the, what I really want you to understand from that is full focus for three to six weeks. A lot of people lose 45 pounds with the 2B mindset. If they ever gain it back, it's because it didn't even require full focus for three to six weeks. It required actually like 60% focus, but it was such a big change from what they were doing prior that they were able to lose 45 pounds. I want to repeat this over and over again. The more effort you put into this in the beginning, the more effortless it becomes. That is how I designed it. So whether you are just starting or you're re-losing weight back or you're trying to push through a plateau, I want you to remember over and over again, the more effort you put into the 2B mindset, the more effortless it becomes. And that is truly the opposite of any other program I've ever seen. 
any other program, it's you put in the effort in the beginning, somewhat effort, a little effort, it doesn't matter. It's going to be harder as life goes on. It's not going to get easier as life goes on. If you're doing a master cleanser or a juice cleanser or, or cutting out all sugar or cutting out all sweets or cutting out all alcohol or, or doing a restrictive calorie limit or all that stuff, it's always going to get harder as life gets more complicated, as quarantine happens, as job losses take place, as changes in environment, as traveling occurs, all of it, it only gets harder. With this program, with my approach, it only gets easier, but it does take really that three to six weeks of full focus, okay? Trial and error, learning new recipes, understanding new aisles in the grocery store, understanding like your new things that like really curb the cravings, that really crush the late night eating and the emotional eating and so forth, okay? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Okay, so I want everyone to know that because I think everyone's like, wants this quick fix. We all want this quick fix. I promise when you lose 50 pounds in six months and you keep it off for good, Six months in the scheme of hopefully 120 years of your life is a quick fix. It is a small sacrifice for long-term benefits. You have to have that persistence and understanding to know that it's not just about like, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, they always say it's, it's not about only practicing and playing the game when you're winning and when you're young. It's when you're getting up even after a lost game, even after the finals and still getting on that court, even when you're not motivated putting in the work, because the more work you put in, the easier it comes to stay consistent with it. Okay. So that is weight loss mode. Okay. Where the hard work really pays off in the long run, but it is somewhat like a, a mountain that you're climbing. But if you ever, I love this analogy. Have you ever thought about like the analogy, you're pushing a marble up a hill. So imagine you're pushing, pushing, pushing a bowling ball up a hill. It takes effort to push that bowling ball up the hill. What happens when you're at the peak of the hill and you let go? It rolls down the other side, enter melting mode. Are you ready for melting mode? Now let's get into melting mode. That is literally how my process works. You push that marble up that hill, you track every day, you drink your water, you get on that scale, you follow the two bunnies, you really commit to it. You, you commit to the core principles, you get the book, you read it, you're highlighting it, you're, you're putting up post-its on, on the walls of the Alana-isms, you're getting out a calendar, you're speaking to the community, you're like trying the new recipes, you're following the grocery list that's all within the book, you're even playing with the meal plan and seeing if that was working for you, whatever it is, you put that in, you push that marble up, Let's talk about melting mode when it just literally starts rolling down the hill, the pounds just start literally falling off, okay? Melting mode. If anyone feels like, I have never been at melting mode, it's probably because you did not push the marble enough up that hill. Because you've heard it from Stephanie firsthand, I've heard it from thousands and thousands of people doing the 2B mindset. As long as they push that marble up that hill, it does roll down, okay? Anyone wanna say anything before I start this? Take mute off. Jen Schuber. Hi, I have a question. Yeah, go for it. Hi. Sorry. Um, can you get? Can you have a melting mode when you have like ten pounds to lose, or it yes. has to be like a huge amount? Yes, that's the best part. Is that even for me? Even my last five pounds, I can get into melting mode. If at the start of quarantine or all that stuff, I gain five pounds in a week. As long as I go right back to the two minutes for a couple of days, I will see those last five stubborn pounds, which could be the equivalent of someone's you know, first 50, they come off the same way. So whether you have two pounds to lose, five pounds to lose, 
50 pounds to lose. I mean, I just spoke to a client who went from, who, you know, she can go from 117 to 111 in two, three weeks if she just, you know, pushes that marble up the hill. She puts in that with So, uh, yes, that's a great question. Whether you have two pounds to lose, 20 pounds to lose, 100 pounds to lose, it's nothing. Okay? Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you for asking. That's a really great question. Um, anyone else have a question before before we get into melting mode? I feel like everyone wants to hear what it's about. Okay? But that was a good question. Yeah, Allison's like, let's just get to it. Okay. Melting mode. At this point, you no longer, this is melting mode. If you haven't hit this point yet, what I'm about to say, you did not successfully complete weight loss mode. You got a little lax in the three to six week range, okay? So if you, if you can't relate to what I'm about to say, it's because you you didn't necessarily get the marble up to that peak, okay? So which means that you kind of should revisit it, rewatch the videos, get the book and so forth, okay? Because in melting mode, as Stephanie highlighted, at this point, you no longer crave your old favorite foods, okay? That's what happens. You literally are so reprogrammed into what works and you're so focused on what you want to do that you no longer crave your favorite foods because you've started associated them with trigger foods that don't lead to weight loss results. Okay, Jen is nodding, Stephanie is nodding, Rachel nodding, Marianne is nodding, Harris family is nodding. A lot Can of people are getting- one more time? Can you yes. One more time? Yes, Mary Beth. Melting mode. How do you know you're in melting mode? How do you know you're in melting mode? Because at that point, at this point, you no longer crave your old favorite foods because you've associated them with trigger foods that don't lead to weight loss results. I haven't had fast food since May 2nd, 2018. Yes! Our anniversary too. Oh my gosh. Andrea, yes, with the awesome, awesome. And do you miss it? No. Exactly. No. Melting mode, here we come. That's melting mode. If you are someone who is writing me in my DMs or within the community and saying you're struggling and you can't stop your cravings and all that, you have not pushed through weight loss mode enough. You have not tracked enough. You have not watched the, you know, the mindset makeover videos enough. And, and you us honestly probably haven't read the book yet because that, that, that it's really, if you haven't gotten that yet, then that is something you really need to dig into. Because if you're someone who's still having the cravings and still missing the fettuccine Alfredo because it brings you so much comfort and joy and you're still having those notions in your head, it's, it's this, right? Because it's the truth is, is when you go through the motions and you write down what you're eating and you track it down and you following the To Be Mindset recipes and you're really taking in the understanding and listening to those Alana-isms and they're starting to play out in your own mind, like the More Shore model and, and Water First Veggies, most all these things, you actually start to look at things like I used to look at like those doughy bread rolls. I look at them. I, my daughter wants to know why I don't think they taste good. To me, like I just, I associate them with like, they just they remind me of belly rolls. Like they're, it's just so tightly associated like that in my mind. I don't need, it's, it's not, it's not a pull for me the way it used to. So it really does help kind of like reprogram how you visualize those foods and you find so much more comfort in weight loss, in your tight jeans, in the way you feel, in the confidence, in the exuberance you're sharing, in the self-control you're exhibiting, um, that, that it, it you're, you're, it's kind of like a sense of untouchability. It's kind of like a bowling ball rolling down a hill. It's, it's kind of like Andre 
just saying like she hasn't had fast food in two years and it's not even something she thinks about. So it really takes kind of like being on the other side of a hill, okay? So I wanna keep going into melting mode. Because at melting mode, you no longer crave your old favorite foods because you're started associating them with trigger foods that don't lead to weight loss results. You're now really into at least four to five different veggies, okay? If someone has lost 40 pounds with the 2B mindset and they are shoveling cauliflower rice in their mouth while closing their nose, you, that, you're not going to get into melting mode. It's just, it's, it's, I honestly, I see this for anyone doing any weight loss program. If you're someone who likes food, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you just, you have to know it. I, I th really think it's a fact of life. I really don't think it's possible to lose weight and maintain a healthy lean weight as someone who actually enjoys food and has an appetite, unless you find a way to have an appreciation and a taste for veggies. Does it have to be 500 different kinds? No, you can get to melting mode with at least four to five different veggies or dishes. Um, that you enjoy. So it could be zucchini noodles, it could be cauliflower rice, it could be spaghetti squash, it could be salads, it could be a stir fry, it could be air fried mushrooms or sauteed eggplant. It could be like, that's why in my book, I have five veggies, five ways, like which five different recipes for five different like veggies that I find to be the best for weight loss, inexpensive, easy to access that everyone I work with like seems to like at least three or four or five of them. So it, it, it really comes to that point. So anyone who's like gained 45 pounds back, they also probably didn't get to that point where they could say these things that they, because in melting mode, you're now really into at least four to five different veggies or dishes and have never drunk so much water. Can I say something? Yes, Rachel. <laughs> So I'm sorry. I'm completely obsessed with you, by the way. I love so, you. What are you wearing <laughs> on your head? Are you wearing a birthday Oh, head? Oh, so, no, they're my little flowery antennas. I'm a teacher and I wear antennas for my students. Oh my gosh. So, Adorable. <laughs> I'm hugely dorky. Um, Amazing. I love it. But um, so I make this dish called Mexican lasagna. Um, and I seen my husband for the first time um, since the beginning of January. He works out of town. And, um, I went to go visit him and everybody wanted me to make it. And I made a huge, huge thing of it. And I made me, um, turkey meat with, um, taco seasoning. And I made me a, a, a bowl instead of having tortillas and everything else. I didn't make homemade tortillas this time, but, um, and so I did all of that. And your cauliflower fried rice is so amazing. Yay. And everybody wanted me to make that for them too. So good for you. That's it. You can't be someone who's like, uh, I have to stomach veggies. And listen, it takes wait, it takes three to six weeks to, to get through that. Because if right now you hate them, that's fine. That means you're at the start of weight loss mode. That means that you're still in weight loss mode. But I promise you keep finding ways, make the fried rice recipe, make cabbage steaks in Thousand Island from the 2B Mindset program. Like within the book, the bacon, um, the bacon and date cabbage salad, it'll blow your mind. My husband asks for it every single day. He's like groaning um, in the background. He's like, oh, we got to make it. It's so it's crave -worthy. And when I say crave worthy on veggies, a lot of people roll their eyes. I'm just letting you know, if you're so skeptical about your ability to ever get there, you got to read the book because I really will help you like open your mind like an onion because it's just not going to see those results if it stays closed. 
just not. It's gotta, it's gotta peel open and it doesn't have to be all at once into a blooming onion, but one peel at a time, you gotta start cracking it open because if nothing changes, nothing changes. We learned that on the last call, okay? So, yeah. Um, what's the air fryer that you use? Because I think I looked on your site and there were a couple, but the one you had yesterday with your daughter, Olivia, you were making, I forget, I think chicken onion. with salsa or onion, I don't know. But it was like amazing. Um, I need to know like what air fryer. Do I have, have to tell you, my, 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 the old one I had broke on me. Okay. I have a hard time promoting food, like food kitchen equipment because like our blender just broke on us. We just had to get a new blender, which was a great investment. Like, cause now smoothies during quarantine, my Shakeology, it's really like, that was a very well-worthy thing. The second it worked on day one, I looked at my husband like so joyfully, like, yay. And he goes, let's wait nine months from now. So that's, I have a hard time promoting different devices because like this air fryer is working. The last one broke on me. I don't know why, I guess I overuse them. I don't even know the name of mine. It's one of the links I have. Okay. Uh, I know because my mother-in-law bought two from the links I gave her and so she gave me one of them which was perfect timing because mine broke so I don't remember what the name of mine's called but it's one of them. okay um, I think it was around like $80 I do think it's one of the best investments because if you think about how right now we're not eating at restaurants an air fryer is one of those things that makes you feel like you're eating restaurant quality food but it's completely like healthy, right? It's not like it's an oven. It's okay. it's no different from an oven. Okay. So it's just an oven, but it's a smaller type of oven. So the heat is blasting it in a way that it's even on all sides. It's great going into the summer when you just don't want to turn on the whole oven. That's going to heat the whole house. Okay. Um, and it's great if you're only cooking for one, two, three, or four because they're they're not so big. Okay. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. I really recommend them. I just don't have one. I recommend because. I, I haven't had, if I had one for two years that was amazing, I would be telling everyone about right, it. Right. But um, even my even my Cuisinart I've had for nine years of marriage, just blew cauliflower rice because I did it from a whole head of cauliflower. So that's like, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from these devices, right. how long they can right. last. But, they, but weight loss lasts longer. So you just have to keep investing into these little kitchen tools because... $80 for an air fryer, especially when you're not buying, like eating at restaurants now, and especially when you know that 20 pounds of weight loss and, and eating more veggies will bring you more wealth in the long run is a, is a very well-worthy investment. Um, okay, so moving, great question now. Okay, let's talk back into melting mode, which is perfect timing, because I think my daughter's having a melt in at this moment, but thankfully my husband is working from home. Okay, um, okay. add something about melting Yeah, mode? please, Andrea. Oh, great, so, so I've, I did it, way back when I started, when everyone else started in the very beginning and I've kept the weight off, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, you look amazing. Good for oh, you. Thank you. I'm not even dressed. <laughs> but wow, I wanted you. to say about what you were just saying about the vegetables that I have some go-to foods, like the cheesy cauliflower nachos. If I'm like in a place where I like don't know what to do, there's always cauliflower in my fridge. And there's always, you know, zucchini. There's always certain vegetables that are always in my house unless I'm on the store to replace them. And I learned how to roast vegetables. I honestly have never used my oven before being in this program. And I really, I never, it was, I was spotless, you know? And so I started learning how to roast broccoli and cauliflower and eggplant and different things. And so I'm such, I'm so grateful. But the thing that's so exciting and the reason I wanted to raise my hand was because I'm a vegetarian and this is the first program that ever met my, my diet in that way. Yeah. And 
and and people who I see on the on the list and stuff who are always asking for recipes. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegan. I mean, it, you pull out your old cookbooks and all the food is right there. You just don't eat the rice or the you know you take out some of the grain and you've got yourself the food. So I just yeah. I just oh, I'm like so happy to hear you say that. that. So yeah, thank I mean, you. I'm whether so you're vegan or I love you so much, whether you're vegan or not, like you can lose weight with this program. And actually a lot of people go vegan. They think they're going to lose weight and they really gain weight, which is case in point, me, 19 years old, like in college, I thought, okay, you know what? I, I'll go vegan. I'll lose weight. And I found myself literally, I'll like keep this PG 13, but I was attack at a PG. I was attacking a peanut butter jar in my kitchen, like, like fiending, um, because nothing was satisfying me. So yeah, whether you're vegan, um, vegetarian, or you're a carnivore, whatever it is, you can definitely lose weight with the two B mindset. You just have to understand what adjustments you need to make in order to do so. So, oh my God, Andre, you're amazing. Um, and I hope that everyone else who's on this call who's been feeling like they're struggling and like melting mode, goodness, I'm so far away from ever feeling like it's just rolling off. I really hope that you're hearing from people who are literally on this call, Andre, Stephanie, who are saying, Rachel, who are saying like, they did put the effort into the weight loss mode and the melting mode and the ability to sustain it has been a breeze. So I, I it's really, I really don't think you have those type of results in other programs. And that's why I'm, I'm so thankful for all of you and thankful that we're at the two year anniversary, the two be mindset that we actually have these results. I mean, literally just like raise your hand, tell me if you've ever seen a weight loss commercial for slim fast for a program for anything that ever said to you, like I lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks. And now it's three years later and I've kept it off. Never in my life seen that ever. And that's why I wanted that to be the theme last year. I was at summit and I put that on the board of like people who have literally not just lost weight with the program, but have kept it off. Um, so thank you everyone for, for chiming in. Okay. I'm not even done with melting mode. Okay. I want you to understand what melting mode looks like. In fact, if, in, okay, so listen, so you're at a point where you're also feel like you've never drunk so much water in your life. In fact, you really wonder how you survived drinking so little before. Oh, Jen Schuber's cracking up. <laughs> Jen, go off mute. You're like, right? Don't you wonder? Like, oh my gosh, I hardly drank. I never ate any vegetables. Like it was, it was a horrible thing. And I, I had no idea. But one of the principles, Alana, that really has helped me, I mean, no, I'm in melting mode for everybody, is that I get to decide what weight I am. I decide. It's not an outside force telling me, oh, I'm gaining all this weight. If I want to be X weight, I'm going to be X weight. And that's it. It's simple. And doing it for two years, like that's been the most empowering realization is that it's not this outside force controlling my eating and what's happening. It's me. I decide. I get to decide. Yes. So it's been amazing. Yes, that is it. Any person who's saying like, they're stuck, they're stuck, they're stuck, they're at 150, they're stuck, they're stuck, they're stuck. I always say you're too focused on the results. You're not focused enough on the actions that you need to put in to make the results. As Jen Schuber is saying, like, I control whether it's 150 or 145 or 135. Like, that's in my control. I don't need to think about the number. I just need to think about what I can do to make those changes. That's what melting mode feels like. It's like this empowering sense of, of untouchability that you know at this point what weight loss days are what veggies you love what water you need to drink like what you got to do to make the scale go where you want to take it and that is so freeing and you're in love with the scale 
that melt in melting mode, you're in love with the scale and you realize now that avoiding it in the past was doing you no good and tracking is second nature. And you know that if you bite it, you should write it. You've seen your ability by melting mode. You've seen your ability to lose weight, even when treating yourself. So you're not scared to be honest with it. Okay. I want to repeat that. Achieving this weight loss mode and melting mode does not mean that you have not had a glass of wine in this process. This does not mean that you've avoided chocolate through these eight weeks. It's actually the opposite. Through melting mode and weight loss mode, you've actually have experimented with restaurant meals, with a little bit of travel, with a little bit of alcohol, with a little bit of treats. And you've actually seen that you've been able to either lose or maintain through it, giving you an overall weak net of a melting mode result. Okay, so I want to be very clear with that, that at this point in melting mode, you've actually, you've seen your ability to lose weight even when treating yourself, so you're not scared to be honest. In melting mode, you're not scared of tracking, you're not scared of the scale. So again, if you've never gotten there, if you've never ever stopped being scared of the scale, if you feel like you lost weight and you gained it back and it's controlling you, it's, you've got to put more effort into that beginning stage of weight loss mode. You've got to go back to there to get to this melting mode, okay? Um, and once it's clear what weight loss phase look like for you, consistency is key. And, and Sephora, who asked in the beginning, what about the last 10 pounds? Like, I don't have 100 pounds to lose. I only have 10 pounds to lose, 5, 10 pounds to lose. It doesn't honestly matter. A lot of people think, and they think based on previous diet plans and programs and whatever, they think that the last 5 pounds are harder. The craziest thing about the 2B mindset is I've gotten so many messages from people who've gotten too thin with the program because once they realize what melting mode looks like for them, it's honestly just consistency. And consistency, once you have habits in place and your grocery list that, that you're used to and the meals that you're used to, is actually even harder to break. So they actually start losing too much weight and they do get down to that goal weight, no problem. And usually a lot of people actually create new goal weights because a lot of people had a thinking in their mind that was their goal weight because that's maybe what they were you know, before they got pregnant with their first kid. So like they're thinking that, but then they actually surpass it and they get to a point where they were in college even before they got married or whatever it is. So it's, it doesn't, with the 2B mindset, I want to repeat this over and over again because a huge differentiator is that it actually gets easier with time, not harder. So it does take some hard work in the beginning because you're really changing your habits, you're changing your understanding, your relationship with food, but it actually gets easier to sustain. So you do hit your goal weight. The last 10 pounds are not a big stigma. They actually just happen. And you end up seeing that the first five pounds is usually how you lose the last five pounds. But it's that matter of those two words I said in weight loss mode, full focus. And as long as you have that full focus and that motivation, the consistency and the, and the understanding, which you do, you get through the book. If you haven't gotten it already, you will get it in the book because that those underarching sentiments of self-sabotage or disbelief that you'll ever really be able to achieve this. Because a lot of you are on this call right now. You see Jen, you see Stephanie, you see Rachel, you see Andre, you see that they've had the success that you in your heart believe that they don't have the same circumstances you do. They don't have the genetics you do. They don't have the past you do. They don't have the family that you do. And that you feel, I get it, that it's going to be harder for you than it was for them. You may be feeling that right now. You may be feeling that it's not possible. It really, really takes believing it is possible for you, which is like the whole first two chapters of this book, like really help you get there and understand. And like we cross off one by one, each of those hard things in understanding that and overcoming that. Um, because once you really get that and you 
can like kind of restart this system in this strong, empowering way, it really is possible for everyone. And I've seen it from all walks of life, from people who are complete disbelievers, complete naysayers, totally, you know, uh, rebel by nature, you know, all to people who are complete obligers by nature and everything in between, you really can drop it. Like really everyone can drop it. I've seen people in every kind of walk of life, every financial concern, every genetic concern, people with all different kinds of metabolic issues and so forth. Um, but you really can drop it once you kind of take all of this on and you can take it all on even when life is hard because it actually makes life easier when you are doing this underlying sense of progress and self-care for yourself it actually makes everything else in life more manageable not less so um i'm so proud of all of you for being on this call for you know once you get this book you will see it, it's like it's going to be an emotional journey but what but like Put it in, put in a few weeks of this. Really try to change your habits and behaviors because once you do, melting mode is really, it's honestly one of the most satisfying things to the point that some people, even when they hit their goal weight, 120, 130, 140, whatever it is, they actually feel like it's, they're missing the fun of melting mode because progress does bring happiness. And then I try to convince them to, you know, take on a workout program or an art project or go back to school or something else because they kind of, they kind of crave a sense of progression um, and, and an ability to see hard work pay off. So um, you guys are awesome. And I want to finish this, which is you um, in melting mode. You now know how to effectively plan ahead for events physically like bringing a veggie platter. So like at, at this point in melting mode, you know how to prepare for events. You know how to prepare for the weekends. You know how to prepare for um, a date night. You know how to prepare for a party. You know how to prepare for quarantine. You know how to prepare for the grocery store, for like all these things. So at melting mode, you've gone through so much trial and error in the weight loss mode in those like three to six weeks that by melting mode, you've already done things before that you know you can successfully try again. So you have that sense of confidence that you know how to plan for events physically, like potentially bringing a veggie platter to a party, and mentally. You also mentally know how to prepare for events, like fending off food pushers. You know, because a lot of us have people who say to us, oh, come on, just drink with me. Oh, come on, just like eat this. You have to try this. That's hard. That's something that you will face in weight loss mode because while you're motivated to start, the people in your household, the people you have relationships with haven't adapted yet. So it takes three to six weeks to get like really clear in your understanding and be able to vocalize that and, and demonstrate that to others to get them on board too. But once you actually tell the pushy friend that you don't like, no thanks, I'm good. I don't need to eat your chocolate cake. Like, by the way, did you just garden those flowers? Cause they look beautiful and you successfully get past that sense of food pushing that, you know, and avoidance that you didn't really even want the chocolate cake. Once you get that, then you know that going to a party is, is a breeze because you're the one in control, as Jen said, of what you want to do or not. So you can eat chocolate cake, but ultimately you're more confident in your decision to make these decisions for yourself. So that's what melting mode feels like. It feels like you, you know what a weight loss day looks like. You know what veggies you like. You know, you, you're already in a thinking of how did I ever live with so little water? Like, it's just, it's another level. You're not resenting the scale. You, you crave tracking. It's all of that. So a lot of you are like, that sounds like an idealistic dream. I promise it's actually possible. And that's where you lose the bulk of your weight. That's where you get to your goal weight. That's where you blast through the stubborn 5, 10, 15, 20, 50. And you're actually confident in your ability to keep it off for good. But... A lot of you have, and so the duration of melting mode, two 
to 60 weeks. That's the duration of melting mode, two to 60 weeks. Okay. But it's fun. Melting mode is fun. Melting mode are the best days of your life. Like postpartum with my son, melting mode before I entered maintenance mode. I was taking pictures with a newborn. Like who wants to do that? Usually you're like, I didn't feel, you know, like necessarily that much with my daughter as much as I did with my son. Cause I was more in that state um, where I knew what melting mode would look like. And I hopped in and it was just like every day. I remember like jumping up and hugging my husband. Like it's just melting and melting and it's joy. It really is joyful. Um, and you're eating, you're eating, you're not restricting. Right. So um, an expected weight loss in melting mode, one to three pounds a week, every week every week okay and and some days are three and some days are one right some weeks are three and some weeks are one you know but you know after a weight loss week of one if you wanted to make it a three you probably know what you could do to make it a three it's like that that ability okay so that is melting mode i'm going to enter maintenance mode before i go into maintenance mode anyone want to chime in questions comments yeah um, yeah. Have you ever experienced like a difficult time losing weight, like due to breastfeeding or hormone? Yes. <laughs> yes. I personally did. Um, like I'll do full disclosure now. Um, I remember like after I had my daughter, I was like, this is impossible. This weight is literally not moving. And I didn't know why. Um, and honestly, if I was able to focus on myself and not back to work right away, um, I probably would have been able to figure it out. It ends up being a friend who showed me, but I mean, like after I had my daughter and I was breastfeeding, you know, a lot of times the uh, OBGYN will put you on like a mini pill, like some sort of adjusted birth control pill, um, for someone who is breastfeeding because you are making, um, different levels of hormones and instead she put me on what I was using before and that estrogen overload I was experiencing literally made it impossible to lose weight and I was in this very very frustrated state because estrogen is a fat storing hormone which I actually uh, speak to a little bit in the book um, so I definitely had difficulty with that but once I I did figure that out my hormones out I was able to drop it. And I will tell you, um, Christina, that's a really good question. I, I do, like, I, in terms of menopause, birth control, um, breastfeeding, hormones do play a role because cortisol, estrogen, a lot of these hormones do make it very challenging to drop weight. For some people, it's the opposite and it makes them shed weight and they don't even know what to do with themselves. I've never been privy to that. I always kind of work the opposite. Um, so I do, I do recommend like definitely if you feel like you are doing the tubing mindset, like you have put in the weight loss mode, you have put in the melting mode and you feel like you are just like your body, like how I felt with my daughter, like it didn't even matter if I like, had water and celery all day and egg whites like I, those weight wasn't moving it was actually a deeper hormonal level um like issue so i do recommend you know getting in your visits with your um ob if even if you're a man there can always be some sort of hormonal disturbance uh, and it is a good idea to understand that a lot of things that will help with that i've always found to get my body regulating better exercise can help sweating and exerting um i always find like after i have my babies i need to sweat like i actually need to sweat out the hormones um which is why i do a lot of like saunas or hot yoga like I, if i do hot yoga after i am approved i feel like the hormones actually like, kind of sweat out of my body or i take walks um exercising drinking water can help a lot 
Um, drinking water can definitely help your ability to just kind of regulate itself. And um, sleep. Sleep can always help reduce stress and help reduce, like just just normalize your body's function because it actually is in our deep sleep hours that our hormones get stabilized, including the hormones that contribute to weight loss, like ghrelin, what tells us we're hungry, leptin, what tells us we're full. All of that is messed up if you're not sleeping deeply. So um, there are definitely some things, I think I touch on it a little bit in the book in terms of hormone stabilization, but that is something that definitely exists. And when you correct that uh, in other forms, through your doctor and, and you have that oversight and you do these things, it will definitely help accelerate a weight loss mode, maintenance mode, melting mode ability. So that, that of course that always exists. Thank you. That's helpful. But I do always see like, it's so possible. Like, I mean, I've worked with women who've had PCOS, who've been able to lose weight, you know, it's as long as you're, you know, you work with the doctor, you have that oversight and you, and you find different solutions to help balance your hormones and get healthier, um, then yeah, then then the program really works. Uh, so yeah, I totally see how you'd be frustrated with that. Um, but sometimes it's like for a woman who's feeling that way, it's like the day they stop breastfeeding, they drop a lot. And then, you know, some ver vice versa. Like a lot of women tell me they were smaller when they were breastfeeding than when they stopped, right? So hormones definitely have a play. Uh, but there's, I do find for myself, at least personally, there was always something I could do, whether it be more water, more veggies, more activity or something to feel more stable. And that I had like a, 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 um, a fair playing ground to lose weight while making milk and all that. But you want to work with the oversight of your doctor for that. Great question, though. Thank you. Great question. Anyone else before I go into maintenance mode? Alana, I have a question. Please. Um, speaking of water, can you recommend some water enhancers or flavored waters? Yeah. Because um, ice water for me, don't get me wrong, I love ice water, but I like it when I'm just really hot and sweaty. Uh -huh. um, so I like a little flavor in my water. Can you recommend yes. something that that can help me drink more water. Yes, 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 yes. We crave flavor, which a lot of times we eat gummy bears just because we like that fruity, fruity flavor. And a lot of people sometimes even overeat fruit just because they want that fruity juiciness flavor. But I find, you know, anytime it's a hot summer day and I can't control myself around a bowl of watermelon, it's because I didn't drink enough water too. So it's not just the taste and flavor. It's like some, you know, fruit does have such high levels of water that sometimes you're overeating that just to get the water in your body as well. Um, so water enhancers, flavorings that you can put in your water make a huge difference in getting to your water goal. And I do love them a lot. Um, and I always have loved them a lot. So I'm very, very, very grateful that Beachbody is actually coming out with their own. So there's one, there's um, Beachbody's coming out with their own, um, their own water enhancer this summer. I'm very thankful for, and they're actually adding inulin to it, I believe. So it's like a fiber that's actually even going to help with fullness. So I'm very excited. I haven't tried it yet, but I think they have like a raspberry lemonade flavor or something along those lines that I'm excited to try. So oh. that's something that I've spoken to them about for a while uh, wanting. And then I also spoke with their research and development team um, along the way and, and like heard about it. So I'm very excited for that to come out, like super excited um, because I know it's really well developed. Um, aside from that, I do make my own like lemonades constantly um, where I do squeeze lemons and I add a good amount of stevia and lots of ice. And mm -hmm. I actually like have my daughter sometimes help me, sometimes not because sometimes <laughs> like, why did I even ask you to do this? now? they're sour in your eye and your cut and 
but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's a nice experience with kids. Um, but I do that a lot. Like on weekends, if we're going to have a weekend meal, like a Friday night meal, a Saturday lunch, I will take a big picture. I will squeeze like two, three lemons and I will add a good amount of stevia packets to it because if it's just that sweet enough, it will get you drinking a little bit more water. And I find that a little sweetness in water sometimes also like it quenches thirst a little bit better. I don't know why. I just think there's like a juiciness factor, maybe from the citrus that really helps you. Like sometimes if it's a really hot summer day, I drink 80 ounces of water and I still feel like very parched. Um, and sometimes if it's like a flavored water where I make my own um, like lemonade or ice or sweetened iced tea, it kind of quenches it more. Um, so I do like doing that. There are some brands that make liquid enhancers I like. I mean, even Crystal Light Pure. Um, Crystal Light has a pure line that uses stevia. Um, they have a lemonade that's pretty good. Uh, and um, Sweet Leaf makes water drops that are pretty good. I just like to, I just really recommend looking for ones that don't have artificial sweeteners. There are a couple of brands on the market where they have like yellow dye number five and, and that. I do like one that is totally filled with sweeteners like um, sucralose or sweet and low um, and the color's really horrible but it tastes so good. It's like a total treat for me. Um, I do have this, it's uh, Crush. The brand is called Crush and it's their like pineapple. You can get their packets on Amazon. It's so neon, it's almost creepy. Um, and it does have artificial colors and flavors, but it's like a total uh, treat for me that I love. And I actually got that recommendation from Hungry Girl, who I don't know if you guys know her, but she wrote the forward of my book and I'm very close with her. So she actually gave me that recommendation and gave me a packet of it first. And she always, she recommends uh, mixing it with vodka. Like she makes cocktails with it and blends it with ice, uh, which I've never even done on it. I, I, I tried it once. I did try it once. But I prefer it just all of them. Um, so yeah, great question. You want water and veggies to be things you crave. Okay, before we go, I want to hit maintenance mode. I want to hit maintenance mode, okay? So maintenance mode. You've got to your goal weight, exclamation point. You've got to your goal weight. I knew you would. And you're going to have no problem staying there. You'll still be drinking water first. You'll still be eating veggies most. Because that's probably what you're used to eating anyway. Does this like make any sense to people? If you haven't even started this program, if you've never started the two mindset, if you've never read this book, you're probably like, what the heck are you telling me? Like, I have to sustain that thing? I just want to do that for weight loss mode. The bottom line is when you go about this smart and deliberate and one video at a time and one chapter at a time, and you really track and you go through the process your own, these are things you actually enjoy. And you see that water and veggies actually don't just help you drop immense amount of weight. They actually just make you feel better overall because it's just good eating habits that are helpful. Um, anyway, so you're used to eating this way. Water first, veggies most. I trademarked that slogan so I could put it everywhere. So, because everyone should be doing that. That's not just for weight loss. That's just for overall health and well-being. Even if you have weight to gain, you should still be drinking water and eating veggies. So um, you're used to these things. These should be habit forming. So it's not something you would just stop. If you have a great recipe for cauliflower fried rice, you have tons of fried, uh, frozen cauliflower rice in your freezer, you have soy sauce, you have sesame oil, you have scallions, and you have fried eggs that you can like whip up into making that dish and it's delicious to you, you're not going to just stop doing it. Okay. Cause if you put in weight loss mode and melting mode, you get to the point, this is now your nature. Okay. It would be like me telling you to stop brushing your teeth in the morning. 
like you would just feel disgusting at least for a couple of days, you know? Um, so these habits remain habits and they'll make you feel good. Why would you stop them? They'll still be comfortable with the scale and keep loving it after it gives you that positive reassurance. And once you hit your goal weight, you're going to continue to track for at least six weeks. And I definitely go like, this is just kind of like, overarching of the three pillars, but maintenance mode actually has its own chapter. So this is kind of like an intro into maintenance mode, but I actually have a whole chapter of maintenance mode. So this is just kind of like, generally speaking, what, what it looks like. Because you're already in the habit of writing down what you're eating, and it might just mean some extra room for cocktails or bites of treats on the weekends. But again, if this seems too vague and you really want to understand maintenance mode, like I have a whole chapter and like what that means for cocktails on the weekends and what that means for extra food here and there, like, like how to kind of go about it in a way where you're not gaining weight during maintenance mode, you're keeping it off, okay? Um, and off for good. Once you're super clear on maintenance mode looks like for you, you might be able to ease off the tracker a bit, but while water first, veggies most in the scale are all key components in weight loss and maintenance, the tracker is more a necessity of weight loss and laying the foundation for maintenance. Does that make sense? So it's more about laying the foundation for maintenance. But, you know, five years from now, do you have to keep a 2B mindset tracker? Not necessarily. Is it something that's a good idea to whip out even when you're in maintenance mode, but it's like quarantine, a huge shift in your life? Yes, you will bring it back like I just did. However, know that you're never above tracking. Okay, because in the future, once you've maintained your weight for a while and you may encounter slight weight gain due to holiday, stressful time, or vacation, thankfully, staying consistent with the scale will help you take notice of a 5, 10 pound gain and be able to get back on track rather than ever having to deal with a 20 plus pound ever again. So the person who said that they lost 45 pounds and then they gained 45 pounds, it's probably because when you hit the 45 pound weight loss goal, you didn't, you didn't actually go through maintenance mode. Like you didn't actually take to maintenance mode, like it's its own stage and give it that respect and credibility it kind of needs in order to keep it off. Because if you get into the habit of using the scale often and it's something you enjoy, it's not going to be like you were just avoid it. Because if you avoid it, 45 pounds can come back on. But if you don't avoid it, it's a 5, 10 pound wake up call that just helps you kind of get back into the weight loss mode mindset for a few weeks until you kind of enter back into that goal weight feeling right? Um, and you're going to want to return to the tracker because in just a few days with muscle memory and discipline, you'll be able to get right back into that happy maintenance range. And the expected weight loss, a lifetime. What's the duration for maintenance mode? A lifetime of happiness. <laughs> a lifetime of happiness. So, um, okay. Share, share, ask questions. Again, when it comes to questions on maintenance mode, there's actually a full chapter on it, um, but I'm happy to answer kind of like any question, pressing question you have now um, before we take off. Hey, Lana, I have a question. Yeah, hey, Kelly Jo. Hey, um, I started to be mindset in January, and nice. I lost about 20 pounds in the first like eight to 10 weeks that I was doing it. Good for you. Everyone's clapping for you. And it felt really good. But then uh, shelter in place happened and I've like, I like gained a little bit of weight back. I've got that off now, but I'm like at a plateau and I feel like I need to go back a phase into like my original weight loss yes. mode and yes. I'm kind of like stuck and ready to go. Yeah. I mean, listen, like curveballs always happen. Like I wrote this book, not when we were in the shelter in place and the whole book, you're going to feel like i wrote it in this time because I talk about so many curveballs and struggles and chaos that will come your way because 
over the past 15 years. My mom passed away. I moved cross country. I got married. I had pregnancies. Like you'll see, like all things are always going to come up. And unfortunately, Kelly Joe, like you were in weight loss mode and you're probably just at the point of hitting melting mode. And then the shelter in place happens, which kind of brings you to like day one of weight loss mode. And and it's hard because we all had to take like a six week adjustment period to this quarantine altogether. So if you didn't really like already have the 2B mindset for two years, like Andrea and Stephanie and, and everyone who was on this call, it would have been really hard for you to keep that weight off or whatever because you were in that vulnerable first stage and it was kind of like you had to just start over. But it's not too late to get it together. Um, you know, even for new moms who were like a couple new moms have been on the call, I always say a good time to start the 2B mindset is about six weeks postpartum if not later depending on where you are but like i find with babies like after six weeks some some things feel a little bit more normal like maybe you're getting like five hours straight of sleep if you're balancing a a system with a partner or something so it it does take six weeks like with quarantine like this is a really big shift um so don't like worry if it took a couple of weeks if a few pounds came back if it really threw you it threw everyone especially if you were just taking on new habits um i would go right back in i would um definitely definitely like read the book i would definitely get the book and and also know we're all in this together you're still you're still every work you put in is still valuable because my i have a great therapist i went to a few years but he's just so, he's so brilliant he said this one line to me i'll never forget it's helped me in so many aspects of my life i love this line the line is, if you could do it before, you could do it again. If you do it before, you could do it again. So anyone who's like struggling with the last five pounds, just know if you could do, if you could lose five pounds before, you could lose five pounds again. You have to think though, like you're probably having more focus then. It's not just a matter of like, oh, you're closer to your goal weight. It really does come with that full focus mentality. And if you haven't been able to have full focus while we're shelter in place um, and COVID-19 is taking place, Oh, I mean, come on. We, I, I've been calling it quarantine brain. Like we're not as stimulated. We're not as active. We don't have a routine. We're so many more responsibilities. So we have so many more worries, right? We have so many more uncertainties. So having full focus right now is not so easy, but rewatch the videos. Like after kids are asleep, rewatch the videos when you have a minute, rewatch the videos while you're in the bathroom. I don't care. Or in the bath, whatever you are, rewatch the videos. They also have audio versions. And if you already have the to be mindset, it's free to join the mindset membership. And we do talk a lot in there about emotional eating. So a lot of times in the beginning of weight loss mode, someone can be so focused and disciplined and just follow plated and follow the food groups and really just follow and like in a disciplined manner to be mindset. But it really takes like a curveball in your life to understand how to overcome emotional eating and stuff like that. And you kind of need this. Like Kelly Joe, you kind of needed this experience to, to get you like a little bit deeper into the mindset um, and really understand emotional eating, late night eating on a different playing field. Because I speak to people all the time and they told me like they can do whole 30 for 60, 90 days or whatever it is they're able to do this. And I'm always impressed because I couldn't pull that off. I don't have that level of discipline to do such a structured thing for so long. Um, so a lot of people do try to go to the two mindset with that same sense of discipline and structure. But until you get some emotional setbacks and stuff, it's really hard to take on the whole to be mindset, the whole understanding of sustainability and adaptability that is inherent and, and built into the program. So this just gives you an opportunity to play with that and it, it will pay off tremendously when you do. Hard work pays off. Hard work always pays off like this. Um, I love you. Thank you. Uh, Alana, can I ask a question? Yeah, please. I am curious how you respond to people that sometimes have objections, objections to stevia. Oh, great. Um, 
If you Google, like I know a lot of people have to go, so, but if you Google Molstein Stevia, I actually did a lot of research on Stevia because I used to work, before I even met Beachbody, I worked for a company called Zevia, which makes sparkling, like uh, zero calorie, all natural sodas, So, um, which I love, by the way. I did a lot of research for them on Stevia. Uh, I even got a Stevia plant um, and literally took a bite. Like it's a, it's a plant. It literally looks like a mint plant. It's a plant. It's been used in Central America. America and South America and China for literally hundreds of years. Uh, they used to brew it um, in water to help with stomach pains and relief. There's actually a lot of research. If you research Lyme disease and stevia, it's literally a plant. Um, so it's hard to have objections of it unless it's been laced with like a lot of other things, but it literally is just like a plant, like how mint is a plant, but it tastes like mint. Um, stevia is a plant that actually has some sweetness to it. So if you brew it um, and there's some sweetness, there is natural bitterness to it. So some people don't like the bitterness to it. I appreciate the bitterness because I think it's, it helps reduce a dependency on it. If it were mm -hmm. super sweet, it kind of makes you addictive to it, like artificial sweetener. Um, but I do recommend trying to like look for organic stevia that isn't laced with a lot of other things. Like I like the liquid um, organic stevia from Trader Joe's or Sweetleaf. And then Beachbody, the stevia they use in like Shakeology um, and, and different things is also a pure form of it. So. Have you ever seen the plant at any like garden place? Yeah, you can get it. Like you can actually get so a cool. stevia plant. Yeah, literally I, the plant. Like you'll be shocked at like how normal it is. It literally looks like parsley or mint or, or just like anything. Um, but yeah, so that's my take on that. I mean, I've heard some people have reactions to it or this and that. I, I mean, people have reactions to cilantro, you know? So um, you kind of have to do what's best for you. But I, personally, like I, I have stevia every day in my coffee and such and I like it. Um, all right, I gotta go. I love you all. I'm doing something for the Mindset Membership now. I'm gonna have my call with the, my one-on-one -on -one, um, bunny uh, for the month. So I gotta go because I love doing those. I hope you all love doing those too. You're all amazing. I'm so excited for you to get You Can Drop It. I'm so excited for you to really take on weight loss mode, melting mode, and maintenance mode in a fashion that you feel like you can have the confidence of Andrea who's like, I did this starting two years ago. I kept my weight off. I feel like untouchable. I, I, I know you can all get there. Um, and I can't wait for you to do so. All right. I love you. Have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Yay! You're so cute. I love you all. Um, <laughs> bye, everyone. Have a great weekend.